to the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Rogers, ready to move out. Holy smokes, Batman. It's Gaggle of Geeks on 2SER. It's honking time. It is Gaggle of Geeks right here on a 2SER's uh, Gaggle of Geeks, the podcast version. Oh, my gosh. I totally messed that, that up. That is where we are. <laughs> it's all right, Sophie. Deep breaths. Oh. Breeze, Sophie. <laughs> but I'm really excited because we have a full gaggle today. Sure do. Yes. Hey, Tali. Hey, Sophie. Hey, Blake. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much, you too. Very good podcasting uh, in my absence. I was uh, thoroughly enjoying it. So thank you so much for no, having right. me as a cheeky guest back on the show for five minutes to say hi. I'm surprised that you have time with a second child, a newborn. Congratulations again. How is it? How is, how's the family? Family is great. And uh, I know that was a massive guessing game uh, in last week's episode and in the previous episode. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to, I'll just like get that out of the way. Let's not bury the lead on there. My son, Keaton. Oh. Oh. (laughs) That was like the most (laughs) anticlimactic. You were supposed so to build we, it. We, can, Sophie, can we put a drum roll in post? Um, let's that again. Uh, <laughs> All right. right. Ready? Drum roll. Keaton Howard was born on the 6th of July. Yay. Woo, 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 woo. Named for Michael Keaton, uh. of course. Inspired by that name. Love the name. <laughs> and for those of you, some of you may not know, Michael Keaton Actually, his real name is Michael Douglas. But no because way. Of some, because of some weird rule in like the Screen Actors Guild, there can't be two Michael Douglases who are actors. So he had to change his name because Michael Douglas, the Michael Douglas, it's in, already like, Michael last Douglas. week's Ant Man and the Wasp, <laughs> was Old Man Douglas. So, Old Man like, Douglas. <laughs> so, so he picked the name Keaton to be his surname. I think, and the, I might get the story wrong, from Buster Keaton, the, you know, the famous. Um, you know, uh, Hollywood comic, um, uh, you know, sort of, uh, we'd call him like in, in the same, uh, in the same uh, breath, you would speak of Charlie Chapman as like, uh, Charlie Chaplin is like the greatest, you know, comedic performers of all time. And so, yeah, Keaton, and I love the name. And uh, my wife loved the name too. And uh, it's stuck in it. You know, he's a little Keaton. Now, now I am no longer at Blake as Batman, I guess. He's, you know, Blake was Batman. Maybe I need to change it to Blake was Batman. probably might because it's... Cause, Keaton is Batman. Yeah, he's exactly. Batman now, so yeah, it's all it's all good. But no, thank you for the well wishes mm. and all that stuff. You're all so right. right. As soon as you said Keaton, I was like, oh, it's obvious. Like you, you know how you were saying it's like if you guess it, you'll know. Like it'll be Bing. And as soon, yeah, Keaton was like, oh, yeah, Keaton. Michael Keaton, Batman, of course. of course. But then, Mate. like, there's there's a lot of Batmans to choose yeah. from, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm not going to call him Affleck or Ben or Christian. Bale. Or Bale. I think Bale, Bale would have be been a great, a great name. name. Like bail, listen, go to listen, your room. <laughs> listen, in in the conversation, I did get completely shut down on this, right? Because I am a I oh, I don't know if you can, you're still allowed to say I'm a Kanye West fan, but like I was I'd like a diehard Kanye West fan, and I just in my head went, oh my god, like like recently in the last couple of months, I said to my wife, I'm like, oh my god, Keaton West Howard, because then he would be named after two Batman, <laughs> my two favorite, and she's like, 
No, no, no. way. <laughs> that was a good decision to veto that. <laughs> I know, especially now, Margaret, you know, make yeah. America great again, hat wearing, you know, mm, um, yeah. write the lyrics to your album in eight days. Yeah, sort of that production. was smart. Write yeah, your novel so, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, right, good. yeah. Those <laughs> things probably a wise decision, but no, yes, Keaton is uh, doing what you know newborns do, which is nothing. Basically nothing. Can we so live life. life again? What a dream. Yeah, he's just chilling. He just sleeping, yeah. eating. Um, his life is his life is breasts and just sleeping and laying down, <laughs> and occasionally, under the rare hours of the world, you know, of the time that he's awake, um, I'm trying to read him stories or film reviews from the New York Times. <laughs> um, I've been reading him some. Uh, uh, some of my favourite reviewers, Manola Dargis, Wesley Morris, Tony Scott. I read him Tennessee Coates' article on Kanye West the other day. And, that is uh, a long was... essay, Blake. I know. I, well, he was awake. He was listening, right? So I, just, uh, <laughs> I love that some parents prepare their kids with, like, nap plan testing. Like, this is what yeah. you need to do. <laughs> or maybe introduce them to some classical music so they can become world-cut last pianists. <laughs> You're setting Keaton on a track for the rest of his life already. Yeah, like, he's going to know great writers yes. and good reviews. Um, <laughs> Did and, you do and, this uh, with Hazy? And... and, and, and and oh look, Hazy's like Hazy's gonna be the funniest. She's like got the most character and personality of all time. She's gonna be a stand-up comedian. I'm just hoping <laughs> that her brother can like write for her, like, <laughs> write her a few jokes, you know, like, like a that duo, be, yeah. Um, so that that would be pretty cool. But no, and the other things to get super geeky on you, I have a novelization of the Batman arc of comics nightfall which introduced like it had the bane breaking batman's yep. back with christopher nolan yep. um you know based the dark knight rises some of the dark knight rises storyline off of and i was reading him the novelization this morning and he was enraptured like he was listening <laughs> he knows my voice so this kid is ready he is ready he's had a good he's getting some good stuff read to him oh god what's next hush uh, no, look, I don't have a novelization of that. It's so easy. I'll give you my, I'll give you all the novelization. Right. Yeah. It, it does all the work for you. It gives you all the nice descriptions <laughs> and the internal monologue. Um, and about 10 minutes in, I, I started realizing I was doing voices. So that was good. Um, so I was doing some Alfred voices. And, you know, Are you sure he wasn't looking mesmerized as much as a, oh my God, I'm stuck with you for the rest of my life. <laughs> what have I done? Any and all of those answers are yeah. correct. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's that's what you do, and also you know just taking care of my amazing wife who has now done this twice. Um, so you know, and making sure that she's looked after, and obviously Hazy, who is a legend, um, just keeping her you know chill. And uh, yeah, that's 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 what I'm doing at the moment, geeks. Catching up on some geeky stuff in the late evenings when uh, everyone's asleep in my house, and that's about it. And Excellent. you're in the car, you're in, yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm talking to you from the car, the sanctuary that is the car in the garage. Become your new like recording booth. It is good. It, yeah, it, it could be, but it would be super weird because I'd be like, invite someone over to do a recording of a podcast and go, "Cool, come into my office." And it's just my car in the garage because I'm like, my house is way too loud these days. Come into the car. Excellent. Well, Blakey, we'll get let you get back to your your new little baby. But thanks for dialing in and telling us of the lovely name Keaton. 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 There it is. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Have an awesome Blake. Show. See you, geeks. See you, Blakey. Bye. 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 Oh, new little geek in the making. Oh, I know. So it's, cute. And Keaton's such a good name, too. He is. It's a strong name. Very strong. Sorted. He's done well. He's done well. But the thing we're here to talk about today, though, Tyler, it's something we really love. 
it's a spin-off. Yes. From What We Do in the Shadows by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clements. Mm-hmm. She might just play the sting just for kick's sake. I'm sorry I'm not J.J. Abrams. They say, oh, Taika, we wish we called you J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Such a classic. <laughs> but... Their new show came out. I know. Wellington Paranormal. I was there. I had figured a way to be able to watch it with the rest of New Zealand while in Australia. Had a little tunnelling bear. He got me there. (laughs) And I was so excited. And right from the start, so essentially... Wellington Paranormal is the spin-off of What We Do in the Shadows, mm-hmm. featuring the two cops, Minogue and O'Leary, who are yep. just deadpan hilarious. It's like so funny. reality TV cops, like shows like cops, yep. but instead of chasing bad guys and, you know, drug syndicates and things like that, they're after zombies and vampires and werewolves. Not even that. Like, they're telling each other off for wearing the wrong pants, like the wrong uniform. It's just so beautifully New Zealand. There are so many great lines that you just really laugh at Mm. because they're so, like, it is that New Zealand deadpan humour. So, like, they bring in this person who has been possessed, this young girl who's been possessed, and she's, like, doing her demonic voice of, like, "Ah, I'm going to kill you. And Minogue turns to O'Leary and goes, okay, it's time to get your bad cop on. And then she (laughs) just walks over to the possessed being and goes, stop it. That's not nice. <laughs> it just walks away. Bad cop done. <laughs> Bad cop sorted. Oh. And the chemistry between O'Leary and Minogue is so hilarious. I cannot believe that one O'Leary mm. is was a kindergarten teacher. What? Yeah. So I was listening to this podcast that Jermaine um, Clements was doing and yeah. as, as he was promoing um, Wellington Paranormal. And they were, like the person who was um, – presenting and interviewing him was like, tell me how you found these two people. And he was like, well, O'Leary, a kindergarten teacher mm. who happened to do this skit, like a very, where she pretended to be a cop and write speeding tickets for her kindergarten students. <laughs> One of the students, her or, her or his dad was a casting agent for what we do in the shadows. No. And that's why they had this, she had this really small part as a come in, be a cop, do that thing. Um, And then Minogue, he also, like, they saw him acting in something, not a comedic actor in any way, shape or form, but they went, oh, you could be funny. They came together, were hilarious. Jermaine Clements and Taika Waititi, after what we do in the shadows, were like, you guys were so great. We're going to literally write a show about you being cops. And this is Wellington Paranormal. It's so good. Yeah, Jermaine was tweeting about it. But the funniest thing is she was also, she also played a a cop in The Breaker Upperers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. So she was in it. And it was quite funny because I kept thinking, are like Madeline Sammy and Jackie Van Beek just going to come in and start stripping halfway through this? It wouldn't surprise on? me since the pool of New Zealand actors are so small and they're in every show. I anything. love that it is kind of a little bit incestuous. It is um, beautiful. But it's because they all but, know each other. So yeah. Taika can just ring one of them up and be like, are you available? No, this one is. Come okay. along. Do yeah, it. It's but, great. Yeah. Wellington Paranormal. Oh. I think it's it's so great. There's obviously jokes that are very New Zealand focused because mm. that's where the audience is. Like the bucket fountain. Oh. There, there, is, there is a joke in it is that there's a bucket fountain fountain that is a legitimate bucket fountain in Wellington. Well, yeah, it's so Wellington in a sense, like the small town feeling. Yeah. Even though it's a major city, but it's like, yeah, this, 
in the middle of a, like, a shopping plaza. Yeah, there is a bucket fountain. So it's one of those things where the buckets fill up with water and then they all just pour out and then that is the fountain. Yeah. So they wrote this first episode kind of around that fountain being this pivotal part of the storytelling of like hell and demons and like vampires and all this other stuff. Yeah. But it's these cops waiting around like this multicolored fountain to be like that's the opening to the gates of hell <laughs> and it's just it's so ridiculous it's funny oh it's beautiful and just even when they were like in the moment of oh my gosh we're about to like you know hellmouth's going to open they're like is it now no yeah. no 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 now wait wait now <laughs> And this is what's so great about them is that at the same time they're trying to stop these vampires, but like they're pro- probably the worst cops that you would ever want to oh, be in charge totally. because they are so hapless and so helpless. <laughs> but it's just their incompetence is really, really funny. So at one stage they go to this house and there's this father who's then been possessed <laughs> and the wife is like, oh, I think he's having a midlife crisis. And they walk into the garage and he's like up on the roof oh. and he's just hanging up there. And, like, one of them is like, oh, I don't think that's a midlife crisis. And the wife's like, get down, Gary. <laughs> and then, then Minogue's like, he's defying the laws of gravity. <laughs> like, that's the worst part of what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it's like, mate, you define laws of gravity. Not a cool thing. Not Breaking cool. the law. And then <laughs> Actual and, law. <laughs> and then his head starts spinning. And oh. they're just like, I'm not going to massage that later. You really need to stop it, Gary. Not cool, Gary. I know. And every time he was like, I am Bezoar the demon. And then his wife's like, no, his name's really just Gary. It's Gary. It's Gary. Come on, it's Gary. <laughs> and then the, like, there are so many just really funny lines that mm. sound stupid. Like then the the wife then gets possessed and she's running around a um, playground. <laughs> like you're running around in Ugg boots. And then they call back to the base and it's like, we're in p- pursuit of a highly acrobatic housewife. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. And apparently, mm. um, Jermaine Clement said that the the, pe- um, the pilot episode is not even the funniest. He was oh. like, in the first episode, we were trying to set the scene, you know, get that balance between comedy and a little bit of horror. Yep. And he said that the episodes to come are going to be even funnier. And Amazing. I'm actually a little bit worried for my stomach because I feel like I got abs for how much I was oh. laughing. Like it. my cheek muscles hurt from <laughs> smiling so much. It was just like, how... You were, you were trying to, like, yeah. exercise a demon yeah. with a YouTube video that is buffering, which I'm sure a lot of Australians can relate to because our NBN is so bad. But <laughs> just like, what now? Oh. oh, the power of Christ compels you. Again? Oh, let's do it again. We're buffering. <laughs> or when, the, like, the cop is entering the pin number to go into the secret thing, and he's like, it's a very secretive pin number, number. and you just hear the one beep, and they're like, um... Five. Five. <laughs> and they've got, I think you need to do more than one number. He's like, oh, pin numbers. numbers. <laughs> it's one of those things that you just laugh at, but you go, oh, pin number has always been more than one number, like obviously for security. <laughs> just have this super secret room and then only have a one number pin number. It's just ridiculous oh, but hilarious. It's beautiful. But also in the opening credits, you see a few familiar faces from what we do in the yes, shadows with yep. Mustraf yeah. <laughs> popping his head out. Yes. May he rest in peace. <laughs>
Well, the good thing is, is like when you live in this underworld crazy thing, you don't ever rest in peace, do you? No. You probably come back multiple times. So, <laughs> yes. It's a win for everyone. Hellmouth in Wellington. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I cannot wait for the rest of the season. And the good news is, is SBS yes. is picking it up. Absolutely, because you were asking us a couple of weeks ago, guys, where are we getting this? Where, how do we watch how, it? How, oh, do we do all the little, oh, no, no, no. All the bear tunneling? What's, what's like, going on? <laughs> how do I get this? How do I get this? But yeah, just um, yep. this week, SBS were like, we got the rights. And Announced it. I think it's the 31st of yeah, July so and it's going to be month. on Viceland. Yeah. And the first time they're going to play two episodes and then it's every week after that. Oh, so they're doing catch up. Yeah, well. So we'll be on par with New Zealand viewing. No, we might not because if they do episode to episode and we still have to wait till the 31st to watch That's it. That's true. Yeah. Um, but I would implore everyone not to go out and download it. Wait till SBS brings it out because I think that we have to support SBS and their programming decisions by mm. putting a whole lot of people behind it because smart decisions, SBS. Smart Honestly, decisions. it's also less like there was so much stress trying to find. <laughs> so hard. It was hard. And the internet is hard, guys. Yeah, it hurt. And I'm pretty sure like even when we try to like go to the New Zealand site, the official one it was like <laughs> just not playing no you had to do a lot of signing up of things oh. a lot of creating email accounts or website accounts no nah. so just w- just wait to sbs and they'll say yeah. they'll have all episodes by the end of august anyway yeah. so you can even just wait and do yep. a full and, binge oh. and then just be stupidly smiling like me or just have abs hurting like tali and then just be happy and then wait for the next season because there better be a next season <laughs> you Taika, have- Jermaine, please if you're listening yes we love you. Please make more. Yeah, love us back. <laughs> <laughs> so so good. Um, but it's been a big, interesting week. It's been like where everyone's just realised like anniversaries are coming up. Yes, yes, and one of the anniversaries is the wait for it, the Twilight series. Oh my god, it's I been feel old. A decade, ten years. Yeah, because I remember when 10 years when the books first came out and I was like, oh, I feel old. Now it's like 10 years since the movies came out. It's like, I feel oh older. Goodness. I did the funniest thing totally by accident. It was only a few months ago. Mm. I was flicking through the channels. I was in Melbourne and I was with my best friend and we were just like, oh, flicking through the channels and we're like, oh my God, Twilight's on. And my friend and I loved Twilight. We were there at the opening screening of all these things. It was down in Hobart. So it was at Village. We even got the, you know, the collector's cup. Oh, do you still have it? Oh, no, I do not think so. (laughs) But there was like this weird hologrammy kind of image that like Bella was on one side and then Edward and Jacob kind of switched because it was always Team Edward, Team Jacob. And we were there and we're like, this is the best ever. Oh, my God, I'm captivated. I don't know what's happening. And then we watched it again a few months ago and it was just like when Edward starts to sparkle for the first time, he's like, don't look at me. I have a secret. And then he goes out into the sun and starts to sparkle. I think I nearly wet myself with how ridiculous it was it was like one of those spoof movie setups and I was like no this is actually the real movie and I was like how did I become so obsessed with this at the time I I think I was just very heavy RPATS yeah I was never on board with Twilight funnily enough Uh, see because it was like all the girls in my class adored it right I think it was we're in year 12 Breaking Mm -hmm. Dawn had just came out yeah and the it was like the final book. This girl was like holding it to a, to a chest to every class because she wanted every moment. She had a moment she would read a chapter, 
And then oh. she went out to go to the loo and someone was like, I wonder how attached she is. Hit it behind a cupboard. She no. came back, saw That's... it was gone and began crying. <laughs> I can't I can't judge that because when the final Harry Potter book came out, I was there at the I, bookstore super early, got in my car, put the book on the passenger seat, put the seatbelt around the book because I was like, if I get in an accident and this book goes flying oh out the gosh. window, for some reason I thought that that would be the worst thing in the that world. That is beautiful. So, yeah, I seatbelt, so I cannot judge. Well, no. I feel I still can judge because I feel like Harry Potter is an institution that is yeah, no. like the Abs- test of time. Twilight, not so much. No, no offence, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> But I just couldn't. And like people like, oh, you'll read it and you'll love it. You'll read it and you'll love it. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh, that no. was a bit. Mm. And then they're like, you'll love it by the second book. And I'm like, she's duller in yeah. the second so, book. To be honest, I watched, I'm pretty sure I watched all the movies. Yeah. Maybe not as excitedly as it, I started watching I watched them the for comedic reasons. I'll say, no, I was still in a, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> and then it kind of tapered off. And then I only ever got up to the second book, New Moon, because mm-hmm. it went like Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, yep. Breaking Dawn. Yep. Yeah. And I, I only got, finished New Moon and I yeah. read uh, Wikipedia the rest of the time. <laughs> I know. By some stage, I think that there was something, then it started getting a little bit ridiculous. I think it got ridiculous when um, Jacob imprinted on oh, Bella's that, daughter. That got so weird. I know. He's just like, I'm going to imprint on her. So even though she's a baby, she will one day be my wife. And I'll just have to wait another 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, huh? And everyone is all right with this. But in the movie, they like, instead of actually casting a little girl, yeah. they like, merge our pets and Kirsten Stewart's faces together. It was so strange. It was so weird. It totally took you out. What I would like to see now. (laughs) Also the birth scene. (laughs) It's like, is he really going to like eat out the umbilical cord? Like what is going on? It's so strange. What I would like to see in a convergence of our two topics, Wellington Paranormal turn up into the scene of Twilight. (laughs) Sparkling vampires. Sparkling vampires. Could you imagine O'Leary and Minogue dealing with sparkling vampires? Uh, So I think you're not feeling very well. You're just a bit sparkly. Sparkly. (laughs) I think they've had an accident in the arts and crafts section. (laughs) Seems to be glitter everywhere. (laughs) You can get that out with bicarb soda. It'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, it's great. But uh, one of our good friends to the show, Maria Lewis, she wrote a Beautiful article on Junkie playing tribute to Twilight. And while she admitted she had problems with the series, as mm-hmm. did a lot of people. Yeah. Um, watching people sleep is creepy. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Not ever. Even if you no. can't sleep, don't watch others. The interesting point she pointed out was like Twilight was the franchise that really kicked off um, a lot of female-led franchises because yeah. they were actually finally catering to a teenage female audience because before then it was always like oh no we'll get all the transformers because the teenage boys will love yep. it but twilight was a thing they were like actually we can make buck off these yeah, girls and there is an audience in it and the other great thing that was pointed out in that article that definitely you don't realize it because you're so immersed in it mm. but just how many women were involved in in the yeah. movie, like it is a story wit- written by Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, it stars Bella, obviously. Um, Kirsten then, Stewart, amazing yeah. indie yeah. actress at the time. As yeah, well. and so, even our Pats, and he was a great indie actor. Harry mm. Potter aside, <laughs> do not put aside Cedric Diggory. <laughs> Take my body back to my father in the Goblet of Fire. No. His only line. 
And he did other things. He helped him find the mermaid and where to put the egg. But the screen that was added, adapted for screen by Melissa Rosenberg, produced by several women, Maya, Karen Rosenfeld, Barbara Kelly, Mart, Marty Bowen, Michelle Imparato, Kerry Kohansky-Roberts. Directed and by Catherine Hardwick. Exactly. And so that is a lot of women mm. about a women, a female-led movie. And who continue to direct and do yeah. because Melissa Rosenberg now does Jessica Jones. She's the showrunner of see, Jessica Jones. See, it all comes back together. And it's one of those, I think you don't realise a female lead, especially for young teenage girls. Mm. And that's, a lot of them would have seen it. Is yes, they would have got caught up in the love triangle. Yeah. But to have a female at the centre is still, I think, like, yeah, quite you, important. Like it came through here and there, like, you know, 90s with the craft and all that, but mm. not like that kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Selling out, making billions of dollars. Yeah. Like, like proper franchise yeah. to get like the Hunger Games, Divergence. Yeah. Which still failed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> never even, they never even finished it. How bad is that? That makes me not feel bad for also not finishing it. I really liked the first. I think I read all the books, though. I read all the books and yeah. then. The movies, you're just like, what happened? What went wrong? <laughs> Everything, apparently. <laughs> Everything. That they even just went, eh, we're nah. not going to, we'll give you three, never mind four. Yeah. <laughs> the conclusion. <laughs> it's still up in the air how it how it finishes. Mm. But mm. then you've got like, yeah, The Hunger Games. Yes. Which then got, you know, split into another two movies. And... I, always, I think that, was it Twilight that started the split movie in the final one? No, I think it was, or was it Harry Potter? It was Harry Potter. Ah. Uh. Deathly Hallows did that one. Because uh, I was about to say, there was a time where everyone went, there's only one book, that means one movie. And they went, nope, we'll, we'll split, split it. <laughs> Which is annoying, though. I, I don't know. like that because it really either. they literally stop, spot bang the middle. It hasn't even hit the, like, the final climax yeah. of the book yet. And you're just like... What now? What I hate is where they pick it sometimes. Yeah. Where they're like, this will be the ending. And I feel like one of the book of like, was it? Maybe it was Twilight. Mm. There was something where the ending was literally like maybe like maybe like seven eighths of the way through the book. And so the last <laughs> book was just the like the last movie was just the one eighth of the book. It's like, guys, this is pretty much over now. Like everything happened yeah. in that other like part one. It's like mm, no. So it would have been breaking dawn, yeah. 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 <laughs> no. No. Oh, but Twilight. Good times with Twilight. Sparkly good times. Oh. Like even if you didn't like it, you could appreciate the culture that kind of <laughs> immersed itself around it. Yes. And you had like, you know, it wasn't just for the young girls. Like you had a lot of middle aged women who were like, Are you team yes. Edward? <laughs> Can I throw glitter on their husbands? <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, sure. Sure, you, why you not? Do, you do you do you, you do, do you. You. you do you were you team Edward or Team Jacob? Oh, I couldn't stand <laughs> either of <laughs> it was just like um Yeah. No. Because at first I was like out of all like Edward's really creepy in the first one, so I'll go oh, team yeah. Jacob, and then Jacob wants her kid, and I'm like, oh, no, I don't, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. They were both flawed. No, team no. <laughs> <laughs> team no at that stage. But, yeah, no, there was... <laughs> team go it alone. <laughs> Smart decision. Smart decision. I'm sure there were other people I could... I was just like, the team, like, Edward's normal siblings. Yeah. I'll go with one of them. They're all paired <laughs> off. Of Edward. They're all paired off, pretend to yeah. be siblings, which was weird in itself. <laughs> Just don't go into it. Don't go into it. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's uh, best not to think about it. <laughs> we just accept it. Yeah. 
But the other thing is, like, Twilight also had some really interesting merch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did that in a voice that went, oh, no, I think I bought some of that. <laughs> My friend, I say it was a joke, but she really wanted it. And bear in mind, I think she was like, <laughs> when I bought it, it was like she was 25. The dolls that came out. Oh, God. And Edward Cullen in his, like, grey pea coat. <laughs> yeah. It's as bad as you think it is. Mm. Did buy it. Yeah, they also came out with sex toys too. Did they really? So if you were team, <laughs> if you were team Edward, you could get like these sex toys that would be colder. And if you were team Jacob, you could heat these toys up so they'd get hot. <laughs> See, do you know what's weird about this is merch. I have this thing about mm. pop culture and merchandise where it like like where it like com- combines and goes into it. Mm. When it's done well, it makes sense. So sex toys in Twilight doesn't make sense because it's not as if they use sex toys all the time. Broad City is a TV show that came out with its own sex toy line and it kind of made sense because there were references to sex toys throughout the series. So I went... That actually makes sense. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do a line, it is a bit of a risky show. Like, anyway, do the sex toys. Although, Handmaid's Tale have brought out some merchandise, which sounds like the worst idea ever because, like, a dystopian end of world where women are yeah. deeply oppressed. Like, what what would they bring out that people would go, let's go buy it? Yeah. Could you think of what would be a weird thing for The Handmaid's Tale to bring out? I'm not sure because, like, there was a Sydney suburb, like a new suburb, and that yes. was like, welcome to Galeen. Like, who no. wants to go there? <laughs> you cannot associate yourself with this name because it no. is forever ruined yeah. as a dystopia. Yeah. So to think, like, what kind of merch that you would want out of there. Yeah, is it's t- like anything. It's terrifying. Like nothing. nothing. So you wouldn't want a doll just saying, you know, yeah. blessed be. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, praise be, praise blessed be, be the fruit. fruit. Well, oh. Well, what did they come up with? There was this company called Lot 18, mm-hmm. which is a alcohol company. Ooh. They brought out wines. What? Like bottles of wine. So they had Pinot Noirs. Mm-hmm. Um, what were the other ones? No, so Elizabeth Moss, who plays Offred, hers was a Pinot Noir, and it was sold as so beguiling it seems almost forbidden to taste. That's how they sold the wine that they had called So beguiling, it's forbidden to taste. Yep, yep. Wow. Yeah, I know. It is absolutely ridiculous. Ofglen is the um, character played by Alexis Bledel, who went through a whole lot of crazy stuff. I had to stop watching for a while because of what happened to her character. I was so traumatised. There was a clitorectomy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not fun. And she was also like literally like banished away to go deal with um, hazardous materials where they thought that she would literally die. Yeah. And so let's just remember she was a handmaid before that. So she's had a very terrible life. But she was encapsulated in a Cabernet Sauvignon. Pleasure and enjoyment is how they <laughs> is how they sold that. Really? For someone who is... <laughs> yeah. And Serena wow. Joy, who is Offred's kind of... Mistress? No, it's like the commander's wife. So yeah. the mum, but the weird, like pretty much her, the person Played by Yvonne she... Strahovski, our very own. Yes. Well, Serena Joy, the wine, is a Bordeaux Blanc. It's described as being sophisticated, traditional and austere. A sublime experience. 
in a surprise to absolutely no one, <laughs> that has now that wine like label has now been pulled because people were like, no. No, 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 no. How are you describing these wines as these women when these women quintessentially have all their rights stripped from them? Exactly. And considering like rape and sexual assault and all this bad stuff happens, plus... Are they even allowed to drink wine in The Handmaid's Tale? Apart from like, Serena Joy, I would say no. no. So it's a really weird... And it's like, sit back, enjoy your wine uh, as you watch The Handmaid's Tale. It's like... No. No one does that. They're usually clutching their pillows or <laughs> their partners like... going, dear God. <laughs> I, know, I watch it so many times and I was like, it just wouldn't be worth living. I, I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. I'd be like, if there was no hope on the horizon, I cannot do it. There is, It's not a feel-good show. No. It doesn't need a one And when they line. kind of did that flashback of how like um, it progressed to where they were then, and it was just like, this could be us. <laughs> this could be us. <laughs> and it happened like when the first series came out, it came out right about the time that Donald Trump had oh. become president <laughs> and there were all these women's, women's marches. Yeah. And then there was an episode where they were literally – Women had been effectively oppressed. They couldn't. They couldn't work anymore. And so all these women went onto the street to be like, "We don't agree with this." So in real life, you turn on the TV and it's like women's march, and then you turn on the Handmaid's Tale and it's like this episode with marching women, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is a sign. They're trying to tell us a sign." <laughs> Big ass sign. <laughs> like Margaret Atwood knew this. <laughs> she like saw into the future and oh. she's come back and she's trying to give us a sign. Well, you know. Terms of protest, bring it back to the Broad City Girls. <laughs> um, I think Cynthia Nixon is trying to go up for, for Yes, yes, in New York. Mm. Mm. So in one of her posts, she was saying, um, so she and the Broad City Girls, like they would never get arrested for smoking pot. Like yeah. it's usually Latinx people or black people mm-hmm. that will get busted, jailed, yeah. probably thrown in there for many years. Yeah. Because it, it's ridiculous. Well, what is essentially not a misdemeanor crime, like it's not as bad as yeah. the bigger, heavier but, drugs, yeah. and also unfairly oppressed. And yeah. if you can't pay, if you get charged and then can't pay to mm. get out of jail, then this is what's going to happen. Not to mention, if you were white, you would probably just the police be like, don't do it again yeah. and just yeah. keep walking. Give you a warning. Give you a, exactly. Not even give you a warning, just be like, <laughs> really? Like, and so um, as part of her um, campaign, She's like pledging that she will stop it and legalize cannabis. And um, you can, she's also running a competition where you can win a signed bong by the Broad City Girls. I weirdly love how political the Broad City Girls are. Like, you will see them marching, they Mm. are doing all the things. So, it is this really interesting crossover, and especially the second or third season, the mm. later season of Broad City, is you can tell that they were not pushing a more political agenda, but they were like what the kids call woke. So <laughs> there were a lot of episodes about being like our reproductive rights and doing all this stuff. So I'm not surprised that one, they would be supporting a candidate like Cynthia Nixon or two, being like, yes, we support this. We support like, you know, marijuana. And I mean, Canada's now legalised yeah. like marijuana. So... It's not that far a stretch, but no, not at all. But I just love that you could win a signed bong. You could win a signed bong. Might not be legal yet, but win the signed bong. (laughs) 
You can pretend it's a vase when the cops come around. Oh, just go to California. Yeah. No one will yes, blink. Exactly. exactly. Pretty sure it's for New York. Um, yeah, the pretty, New York election. I'm pretty sure they'll get very, very mad if someone from California wins. Oh. <laughs> like West Coast, no. East Coast, leave it there. <laughs> They're rivalries sometimes. Yes, the crossover promotions. It's always a win. Mm. It is always a win. The other thing that I really loved this week, Sophie, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure you saw it because given our love for RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Even though it's not a RuPaul's Drag Race, but it is Dancing Hermione at London Pride. Oh, it is beautiful. I live for it. And the, so basically, she actually learned how to dance watching RuPaul's Drag Race and Paris is Burning. Yes. So she pretty much does. She can. She learned to Vogue yeah. by watching these shows. Um, she's a she's a cosplayer um, named um, Kelsey Ellison, and basically she she pre she like premiered her dance at MCM Comic Con. Fun comic com, I have been there in London, um, where literally they were like, "What's this?" And she's like, "Looks exactly like Hermione yeah. Granger in the movies from like book and up to book three. Yeah, I was about to say it's the start of Hermione Granger where she didn't know about conditioner. Or I know. <laughs> like before she the like wild got curls. the curls, the wild yeah. curls, just voguing the hell out of it, and then she got it again with Pride, and oh my god, I know the video of her at Pride has gone viral, and mm. it is just her in the you know, her Hermione, her Hogwarts cloaks yep. with the hair. She totally looks the part and oh. she, there's a circle around. People are obviously dancing. She walks in It's just there. a rainbow circle it's, as well. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And she's like doing the pointing. She does the twist. She like gets into the splits and oh. she's doing all the classic voguing moves that you have come to um, get used to with RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. And as you were saying, she was saying that she got it from Paris's um, burning and the black ballroom culture mm. of what voguing is. And she just nails it, and it, it's just you watch and the videos only like ten seconds. The the one that I've seen, and it just makes me happy every time I see it. You just smile. It's one of those things yeah. that just makes you smile. It's one of those things where you look at her and you go, "She's doing all the things she loves. Like she obviously loves Harry Potter. She loves dressing up. She loves pride and acceptance, and she loves to dance. Like you do, you. You do, you. Mm. And could I you think- imagine if she actually went to Hogwarts and just like, all right." Step aside. <laughs> I, I feel like she'd be really good friends with Luna Lovegod. Lovegood. Oh, my, oh my, Lovegood. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lovegood. <laughs> I was like Lovegod. I was like, no, that doesn't sound right. Um, I feel that she would be friends with her. But I feel like Hermione is a great pride character because mm-hmm. you know, being a Muggle, there was a thing about acceptance, not in the I'm sexuality s- way, but being different and everyone should be treated equally, kind of thing. So, and she fought the hard fight for people who didn't have rights, exactly. like when she did with the house elves. Yeah. So dancing Hermione. Real life Hermione and Emma Watson, all winners. Oh. I think anyone who has ever like hinged their brand to Hermione Granger is a winner. So yeah, yeah. we support you dancing Hermione. You keep dance doing on. you. You dance on. I hope she starts a dance channel. Oh, that would be excellent. Just And her just cosplaying as like all Harry Potter characters. <laughs> I'd be so down for that. I, I didn't realise that I needed to watch Hermione Granger dance until I saw her dance. I was like, oh, this is what has been missing in my life. And now I want her to do, yeah, other characters and watch them dance too. And be like, yes, my heart is happy. So happy. We support it. We support it so much. No rant this week from us though. Oh, yeah. No, we haven't, have we? No. I did watch the finale of The Handmaid's Tale talking about The Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) The ending will make you angry. Oh, 
it's on tonight and I don't want to spoil it because I do like my spoiler rule is you haven't had the chance to watch it, Mm -hmm. but it made me very angry (laughs) and I think some bad decisions were made. Is it because they want to like have another season? Oh, obviously. It's like, that's actually a rant thing. Okay, let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) You've now started it. Very angry about it. Mm. Do you need to play some kind of ranty music or I'm just going to rant? No, I'm pretty sure the the crappy wine was our shit list. (laughs) Oh, yes, it was too. Oh, yeah, we did get mad at that. Okay, quick rant. (laughs) My rant is TV shows that don't know when to end. (laughs) They can just leave it in what was the original plan, but then they go, no, we're popular. We need to milk another season out of this. It is the and Americans. It ridiculous, and I hate it. Prison Break is the one that I quote with all the time. That show was only supposed to be one season, 12 episodes. It was supposed to be Michael, his brother is in prison, he gets it tattooed on his back, and then he goes, like, he gets the plan tattooed, all it's all good, he breaks his brother out of jail, the end. That's how that was supposed to end. How many seasons did Prison Break go on for? Like six, seven? Too many. Six, seven, but Too also many. he went from a 12 season, like a 12 episode run to a 22 episode run. And he was then in prisons that weren't even in America anymore. I remember watching like was the Brazilian like, one yeah. and I was like, how did we get here? And I was like, I can accept that you planned just like Tattoo will get your brother out for 12 episodes, but I refuse to believe that he had it set up, that he was like, and then this will happen, and then this will happen, and this will happen, and then I'll end up in Brazil, and I don't know how to do this. No. American TV show producers, learn how to quit when you're ahead. But this is, yeah, the Brits know when to quit when they're ahead. They'll usually do like two, sometimes three max, Yeah, but then they'll stop. The only one that just keeps going is probably your soapies and Doctor Who. Yeah, That's the only two, only exceptions. And even then, they kind of reinvent it. Oh, yeah. Like a a new Four seasons, you're done. You're off. Bye. Bye. It's over. (laughs) Done. But yeah, in America, especially the ones where they only ever plan it for a small little thing, like How I Met Your Mother. I think that went on too long. You could have figured out the mother and then the ending was disappointing because that's the problem. If you build it out and it goes on forever then the final episode or like the final cultivation of what this mm. problem has been has got to be epic lost people guessed <laughs> the ending of lost like that was such a disappointment within maybe the first season they were like oh they're in purgatory no they're not here, yeah. here's a weird smoke thing that won't we won't reference again. Here's another thing that we won't reference again. Uh, final episode. Oh yeah, it turns out we're in purgatory. You guessed it right. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, but like the other thing, the ones that are still going. Oh, Grey's Anatomy. That will never end <laughs> ever. Supernatural. We <sighs> thought it was supposed to end after season five. After they're like, no, we're not getting renewed. Everyone was like, sad, but we're okay with it. Suddenly they're like. We're back on, bitches. And then no. it's like, okay, cool. That's fine. You're back on. So we expected like, you know, another couple yep. of seasons of them having fun. All get good and dandy. Mm, no. I think they're like up to season 12 now. No. The, the worst thing about Supernatural is the Winchester brothers. They they just never get to have a life, do they? They don't. And there's never a strong female character. They keep killing them off. Exactly. Because they introduce so many great characters and they just keep killing them off. And then they kill them off. No, just kill the whole, kill the whole, kill the whole. And then they were like, no, no, we're introducing them because we're hoping that we'll get an audience to get a spinoff of the female characters. And we're like, that's great. Or just commit to doing that and cutting off. And then they're like, oh, sorry, didn't get enough interest. So, and the the network didn't, it's like, 
Why do you listen to old network people? No. It's the idiots. Yeah. Well, they're from the old school thing where it's like, you know. But then the annoying thing is then they get rid of really popular things like they did with Brooklyn Nine-Nine and like thanks to People Power, like revived that and ABC picked it up. But like the stupid ones, they just keep going with them. Mm. No. Okay, this you, is my thing. You America. can't trust. You can't trust the networks. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing because they they're just, in it for the ratings or not the ratings. even the ratings. The surely they can't be still rating high. No, surely, but it's not. But it's it is now just the fight for market share. Uh, well, and you know, which doesn't seem like they have the viewers' interest at heart. I.e., me. I.e., keep me entertained. They're like, if I can get this person for the night, we're good. Uh. I mean, it's a challenge for most television networks all around the world yeah. as everyone moves online. But it's still like, we still it's still a larger screen than my digital device that yeah. is my iPad. Yeah. I so, will happily watch it on television if it's yeah. if it's, there yeah. and good. If it's good, important, if it's good. Yeah. So my rant is learn when to quit. Learn mm. when to stop your show. Because like, you, you know. You don't have to keep yeah. doing it. No. Just let it end. I mean, after the first Handmaid's Tale, everyone's like, well, that's the book done. Well, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> and now, what's going to happen in the next season? I don't know. Mm. Am I invested anymore? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm very mad. It's all right. I've got time to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't say that about Game of Thrones, though, yeah. would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, we're at the stage where no one knows what's going on, but they're like, nope, this is the final, final, final season. And we're like... Okay, you do you. You, do you. you figure it out. You figure it <laughs> but out. But we'll have ten spinoffs. <laughs> Every character will get their own show that will go for another like eight seasons. How does it all work out? We'll never know. We'll yeah. never know. At least you can kind of follow Game of Thrones a little bit more. But you just, I think you but have to just like remember a, where yeah. the, all the people are and how the yeah. players think. Yeah, but Lost it is, was stupid. Lost was stupid. Yeah. And like Game of Thrones, it is like a set series. Yes. Books that everyone knows. There is an end point. Yeah. It has to end somehow. And they are following that end point, I hope. The funny thing is, is unless the throne kind of just blows up and just completely is absolved and is not important anymore, there will always be a Game of Thrones. So mm. maybe it will never end. Maybe. But God, what an ending they'll have to finish on. I know. Because then it goes, like, say if Daenerys takes the throne. Yeah. Then that suggests that she was always supposed to be on the throne and therefore the end. But then it's like but so many like, kingdoms have fought over the throne. Yeah. They're not just going to give up. So it's going to keep going. And I think he's trying to prove his point is blood does not matter. Yes, exactly. But then it does. Yeah. <laughs> but does it really? Or, or not? Unless like a white walker mm. sits on the throne. Wouldn't Maybe they're the ones who get rid of the throne. I'd like to see a dragon on the throne. Throwing it out there. <laughs> you listen to it like a king dragon. What do you want, Breeze Ice? <laughs> Shh. If you've frozen your first com- yeah. advisor again. Damn it. <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> who had this stupid idea? <laughs> they ruled once. Like, no, they had masters. Oh, did oh, they? Is that how that no. works? Oh, damn it. <laughs> damn okay. it. We ruined it again. <laughs> And I feel like if we're putting dragons on the throne, we're really just putting Daenerys back on the throne. So we've gone full circle. <laughs> oh, man. This is what happens when you rant. You get very crazy and then you don't know what you're saying anymore. <laughs> we're doing fine, Dali. We're doing fine. But thanks for another gaggle of geeks. Thank you. See you in a bit. Yeah. More gaggling. 
Yes. Cannot wait to see what we're going to talk about next week. Oh, who knows? Who Who, who truly knows? knows? (laughs) But till then, um, please rate, review and subscribe. We are on all good podcasting platforms. Tell your friends. Tell all your friends. All of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. Even your dragon friends. Dragon friends. Tali, tell tell those teams that don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> team Edward, Team Jacob. All of them. All of them. The sports teams that say you're a spoiler queen. Yes. Those two. <laughs> American Olympic <laughs> coming for you. Anywho, I'm Sophie. I'm Tali. Bye. Bye.